button. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Spectrum Talk. So this week I at least hope it's not going to be as depressing or soul-crushing or... I was going to say desperate, but that's not the right word. Disparaging? Whatever. As the other ones, as some really serious shit went down on those other ones. But I can't help the really serious shit that went down. That's just what happened. Now granted, that didn't stop happening. As the politicians of Texas continue to be idiots. But, at least we're not freezing to death anymore. That's always good. In the meantime, we got some pretty cool fucking video game news that I kind of did not talk about. Not that I forgot, I was I was watching it. Like, that, that Nintendo Direct happened while we were being frozen. I was watching it on my phone. I was like, yeah, I can't feel my arms. But, I was watching it. Uh, you know, Mario Golf, you know, gave me warmth. I found it funny, though, and it's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit, is how everybody bitched about Nintendo Direct. It's like, they didn't show anything. One, I don't have, I didn't make a list. I just got off work. I didn't make a list of how many games they showed. They showed a bunch. They had a 50-minute direct. Y'all owe Nintendo a motherfucking apology after that state of play. All this bullshit about how this direct was so bad, and then we got that state of play, and everybody was hyping it up because Silent Hill rumors started up again, and we all believed it because we're all a bunch of suckers because Konami sucks, and please fucking God, bring back Silent Hill. But other than that, and then they showed off, like, what, four games? And most of it was Final Fantasy? And the others were also games that we already knew about. And none of those games do me credit and a bunch of new IPs, which granted, granted, it's really cool that new IPs are getting their showcase. That I always do love, but you have to do it right. Because if you just show nothing but new IPs that nobody knows about from studios that nobody knows about or cares about, then instead of people going, man, that game looks cool, you get people going, fuck those games because I didn't see the game I wanted. And then they only remember that game with a negative thought. What you have to do is you have to put the big stuff next to these other things. And then people go, oh man, remember that? Oh man, I got the cool shit that I wanted. But yeah, that other thing though, that was really cool. I want to play that too. You have to, that, that's why there are marketing departments. Um, which Sony's marketing department really sucks. I don't know what happened. Like, like seriously, Sony's marketing department is terrible now. They, they like killed everybody in the PS3 era and then got a whole new marketing department that saved the PS3 legitimately. That was a great marketing turn. That carried them into the PS4 and the PS4 had great marketing and advertising and everything. And then now it's terrible. I don't know what happened. Meanwhile, Microsoft figured out marketing genius outside of naming things. They can't name shit. They don't know how to name anything. But they know how to market the fuck out of it. Meanwhile, Nintendo... Is riding the wave still. They just they can't miss. They they can't miss. They uh, were waiting for them to make to miss, and they they can't. I mean, even Labo wasn't really a miss because do you really think they made they took a loss on Labo? It was a bunch of fucking cardboard they sold for sixty dollars a pop. I think they made a profit. So you know, like so that state of play was bad because they. They, it's like, oh, we got a state of play coming up. And everyone's like, oh, man, we haven't heard anything for a while. And it was a bunch of stuff we already knew about. They didn't really announce anything outside of new games, which did look cool. That, like, weird karate thing, whatever it was, like, see something. I don't remember. It's from, like, the Absolver, Absolver guys. It looks cool. It looks cool. 
Um, Final Fantasy Remake, the PS5 edition with some new content. That's good. Still don't know what Returnal is, and I kind of don't care. I really don't care about Returnal, and I don't get that way about games a lot. I'm usually all about games, any kind of game. As long as it's good, get it in front of me, I'll play anything. I will literally play anything. Returnal, I just don't care about. It doesn't look good to me. Like, I don't want to play it. Nothing about it makes me excited. Nothing about me makes me want to go spend the 500 plus dollars on a PS5 and then the $70 or whatever on this fucking game. I don't... I don't want to fucking... What is it? And then the psych out that they... Or the fake out that they did in the last uh, showing of making us think it was PT, which was bullshit, that didn't help. So I don't... I don't know, man. I just don't... I don't know. But, yeah, I only apologize to Nintendo because y'all thought that Direct was bad, and then y'all saw what bad actually was. Like, what, what bad and disappointing actually was. At least, at least Ratchet and Clank looks good. I mean, of course it's gonna look good. It's fucking Ratchet and Clank, but... Like, my God. Um, and Nintendo Direct was great. Not everything is for everybody, but they... Talked about a lot of games, mostly RPGs. But that's just for the first part of the year. Y'all realize that? Did no one realize that they announced all those games for the first part of the year outside of a few titles that went beyond that? Like uh, the Skyward Sword remake. Y'all realize that there's a lot more to a year, right? There's 12 months in a year. They're going to have more directs. More directs, more indie worlds. And other stuff. We don't know what they're doing. And now we've fucking Bloomberg. Like I was kind of. I was, I was always hearing about the Switch Pro rumors. And I was always calling it Super Switch. Please God call it the Super Switch. And then now Bloomberg's like Nintendo Super Switch confirmed. And I was like holy fuck. Bloomberg. Bloomberg's saying it. There's got to be something here. I saw OLED screens. And I was like oh that's a fucking lie. And then I saw Bloomberg touch. I'm like okay what's going on here. And they're like it's because. The technology is, there's like apparently a, a big pile of them, and they're super cheap now. And I'm like, all right, that's legit. That makes sense. That's why Nintendo made the DS, because there was just a pile of cheap screens. <laughs> and they're like, let's put two of them together. DS, it's cheap. And so if, they're, if they found a pile of OLED screens, and they're like, these screens are better than what we got. I'm like, yeah, but how much are they? It's cheaper than what we got. Fuck it, put Super Switch. Because I know the technology is going to be more expensive, but it's all the other shit. It's all the other shit that they, they are really, 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 really penny pinchers about. And for good reason. They, they The reason they have survived this long is because they try to give you the not only the best bang for your buck, but try to make it the best bang for their buck. Um, and they do not, they have never been a company that has oversold. Um, or rather... Uh, or at least in my lifetime, marked up the prices so high. In fact, some other things they have undercut, um, but they have always they have always they've tried to make a pro a profit on a lot of their stuff. But kind of, they've kind of been honest about it. Like the Wii, they were very honest about it. It's like we're all about this most control tech. That's where we're putting all our money. That's why the graphics suck. And they were like, we just want to see where this goes. And everybody in God bought one. They were like, holy shit. And they made a shit ton of money. Most profit ever. Which is why the Wii U was such a disaster. And they were able to just to shake it off like it was nothing. 
we're getting the Super Switch. Apparently this year, though it's probably going to be pushed to next year. I'm, I'm betting March. Probably Breath of the Wild 2 is going to push that thing. If I had to guess. So fuck the PS5. I'm saving my money for the Super Switch. At 4K, super sampling stuff. So it's not going to be like native 4K. It's this new thing that they got that they're working on. Was it NVIDIA or... Somebody's got a chip now that can super sample stuff. Like crazy. It's like DS, DSSL or something. And I've seen previews of it. It's amazing what it can do. And it does it with like, what, like half or a quarter of the power of stuff rendering stuff at natively. And it can make it look better. And it's, it's so good. And it's like taking that technology and putting it in the Switch. I don't need a 4K Switch. I don't give a shit about a 4K Switch. The only, the only thing a 4K Switch would be good for, and I mean, and I mean this, the only thing 4K output on a Switch would be good for, is Netflix, or any kind of video streaming service. Other than that, I don't give a shit about 4K games. Do 4K games look amazing? Absolutely. I got the Xbox Series X sitting right there. 4K gaming is amazing. But you know what I want? I'd like a console that runs a consistent frame rate, and it's amazing. So 1080p, which still looks fucking great, by the way. I got this 1080p monitor right here. It's curved thing. So a lot of time, every time I stream, even off my Series X, it's 1080p. 1080p, 60 hertz. Wish I had a 120 hertz monitor, but who gives a shit? Stream on the big. When I do it on the big TV, then it's 4K. Which is why I got this amazing Aver Media capture card that has 4K HDR pass through, which is why I paid so much for it. It's amazing. I love it. Um, but 1080p is still fucking amazing. If you get that locked down, it, the, the, the problem was with the resolution of these games. Like the Witcher, the, the, what was amazing about the Witcher on the Switch, or Doom Eternal, or even regular Doom, or Doom uh, 2016 on the Switch, wasn't his resolution. <laughs> I think it had been 240p, and we all had been like, how the fuck's this thing running? It was the game, the game itself. But it also does run at a, a very steady frame rate, and it's it looks amazing as well. So the, the fact that those games run, um, the Switch is not as as weak as we as everybody thinks it is. It's pretty fucking powerful. The problem is, is uh, one is cartridge size, and then another um, is uh, a lot of stuff dealing with Nintendo. But something that takes those limiters off and lets you be able to develop a better games for it but fuck 4k like pc games don't all run at 4k and they all have your sliders and your, your low textures stuff like that fucking do that for the switch just do really really good looking 1080p games and nintendo proves that this is possible because every time you see a bad port of a game on the switch and they're like it's just not possible we can't do this and then you put it next to a nintendo game and it's like the most beautiful fucking thing ever. And you're like... There are Nintendo games that run at 720p30 next to games that are like a higher frame rate and even a higher resolution. And those games look like absolute fucking shit. And the Nintendo game looks like something that is just like brand new high-tech hotness. And it's because one was made well and the other wasn't. That's all it is. Do that. I don't need 4K. 
the 4K shit for like streaming, if that's like your streaming hub, that's great. Don't care. Which is why apparently the handheld is going to be just 720. Fucking fine. Don't care. But on Nintendo Direct, they announced a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to. Mario Golf. That looks good. I'm finally going to play Skyward Sword. I was, I, I know everybody's kind of down on that game, but I was very excited for it when it got announced. I wanted to play it. I was never able to pick it up because I didn't have money at the time. I did have a Wii, but I just, I was never, I didn't get the Wii Motion Plus. There was just a lot of shit that you had to get. And I was, I don't know, it was a weird time. Because I, I love the shit out of Twilight Princess. And I'm probably thinking it would be a game that I, I would love. Because the motion controls didn't bother me. And uh, they bother me now because I'm not used to them. But learning them from the beginning, like the day one Wii, and then learning them. And also, I, I was able to move shit in my room. Doing it in my house, because I, I had a Wii U and we had some Wii games and I tried to stream some. That was a pain in the ass because when you're streaming, you got the microphone and you got the TV and set up and the camera and you're trying to do this. And that's a pain in the ass. Because of everything that's involved. If I was just playing it, it wouldn't be that bad. But there wasn't enough room. And my room in the trailer I was living in, there was a... The room I had was actually pretty long. It wasn't very big, but it was long. And I was able to set it up in ways. Because I, I didn't really have a lot in my room. So there are games that people were like, oh, this game's okay. And I was like, I love this game. And it wasn't because it was the first type of that game I'd ever played. I grew up playing first-person shooters. I love first-person shooters. Quake, Doom, Halo, Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, Time Splitters, Turok, Unreal, Unreal Tournament, Unreal Championship. Everybody forgets about it. Love those games. I loved Red Steel. Still have not played Red Steel 2. Still have not played Red Steel 2. I love Red Steel. I played it and I was like, why is no one like this game? It was really long. I thought it was fun. I, the trailers I watched and the presentations I watched, I didn't think they oversold it. There wasn't as much sword play as I wanted, but I thought it was a fun campaign. I thought it was really fun. I was like, this is a fun game. This is a really fun game. Why does everyone think this game's bad? This is a lot of fun. I didn't regret buying it, and I played it again. I was like, this game's fucking fun. I was like, I, I enjoyed this a lot. Was it game of the year? No, this game was really fun. But everybody talked about it. Like, Red Steel's trash. I'm like, this game was fun. This game was a lot of fun. Um, playing it now would probably suck because... I don't have a lot of room here. Uh, I know playing Metroid Prime Trilogy sucked. Not because the games are bad. The games are great. And the controls are great. Playing GoldenEye sucked. Because, not because the game's bad, but just because of the constraints of streaming and th this and not having enough room with the damn fucking motion sensor. That sucked. But now that Skyward Sword is coming to the Switch, now I'll be able to play it. Don't know why there's no Metroid Prime Trilogy. I'm pretty sure that game is done. It is sitting on a flash drive somewhere. Or probably a hard drive, but not a flash drive. It is sitting somewhere. It is HD'd. All the controls are back. Because to the games, you didn't really have to fuck with the controls. Much. I mean, you had to mess with them a little bit, but they were already on a regular controller. It's the third game you had to mess with because it was made from the ground up to be the, on the Wii. So you do have to mess with it. Other than that, that game's done. Why I haven't released it, I don't know, other than they're saving it for Metroid Prime 4 to lead up to the release, which makes sense, and there's nothing forcing them to release that. They could do that any time. 
I get it. I get it. But, yeah. So, they're not scared of messing with motion control heavy games. Just like they showed with Mario Galaxy, they weren't scared. But, I was, I was very excited for that. Project Triangle Strategy looks badass. I never played Octopath Traveler. I played the demo, really enjoyed it. Never got the full game, never played it. And to be honest, I probably don't have time to play it or beat it. I'll get it later. Um, just because there's so much shit coming out and I gotta play and yada yada yada. Um, I just never, I never got it. Of course, at the time that that game came out, I didn't have any fucking money, um, to buy stuff. I didn't have Gamefly. But this, I thought it was gonna be a sequel. Well, when it first showed, I thought it was gonna be Fire Emblem. Not Fire Emblem. Okay. Then I was like, oh, is this a sequel to Octopath? No, not technically. Though there is a so, Project Triangle Strategy doesn't sound as good as Octopath Traveler. That already sounded like some Final Fantasy bullshit. This, they already have a name in it. Like, The War of Salt and Iron. Sounds like a fucking Game of Thrones book. Right there. Done. Or the Iron Salt War. There you go. Boom. I fucking named your game, guys. Or, you throw everybody for a loop. You call it Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> people would lose their shit. You know how people, how long people have been waiting for another fucking Final Fantasy Tactics? And it looks like Final Fantasy Tactics. It's a tactical RPG. None of the Final Fantasies connect story-wise, except for some weird bullshit and blah, blah. So, you could just call it that. See how the reception. See how everybody's like. It's like, man, if we name this Final Fantasy, people would lose their shit. Do it. You could have done that last time and you didn't. Because you were cowards. Do it this time. Do it this time. Come on, Square Enix. Mario Golf looks good. I'm going to play the shit out of that. Speed Golf. Um, no More Heroes 3 looks good. Never played the first two. I'll get around to that. There's, there's Switch ports. I'll get around to that eventually. Those visual novel-like detective games look cool. I'll play those. Because they look a little bit more in-depth than just, like, random visual novels. There's, like, some more animation and stuff. Like, there's a little bit more to them. It looked interesting. I don't know. There's something about it that interests me. I like I like a good mystery. Um, I'm just... I'm literally remembering this all off the top of my head. That dodgeball game had the weirdest fucking trailer. But, but, but... You can't see my finger. I was doing this the whole time. But. A dodgeball multiplayer game. Is not a bad idea. It's actually a pretty good idea. I'm very surprised nobody has done that before. Like, I'm thinking. I mean unless. I mean, there's probably an indie game. I mean of course. There's probably an indie game of something. And there's flash games of course. But no one has tried a big. I mean, there's paintball games and shit. No one's tried a dodgeball game before. Now, this looks a lot more in-depth than just dodgeball. It looks a lot more fun, but, like, multiplayer dodgeball. Like, I can see so many different types of dodgeball video games. Not just this one. Like, you could have, like, like think of the Battle Royale genre and how there's so many different types of Battle Royales. You got, your, like, your super realistic. You got your kind of cartoony and crazy. You got your in-between. You got some that aren't really even Battle Royales. They just kind of call themselves that, but they're, like, completely different. You got, you know, there's so much stuff that's spun off it. You could do that with just dodgeball. 
like if you think about the core concept of dodgeball, which is kind of team deathmatch, but different because it's got its own set of rules. And dodgeball is fun as fuck, and you put that in a video game, and you can do all your crazy shit. Dodgeball is fun. Dodgeball is fun. Like we used to play something called warball, and warball is fun as hell. But like, it, it I can't believe no one's done. As far as we gotten into video games, this is the first time someone went, "Holy shit, dodgeball!" Oh my god! Like really? We got football games, baseball games, hockey, cricket. What are the other sports? Basketball? Did I already say basketball? I said baseball and football and hockey and ball and cricket and there's like pool and shit. I don't know. There's other there's other sports. Fucking dodgeball? I bet there's a kickball video game. Fuck kickball. Dodgeball's the shit. There was a movie, goddammit. Like, 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 think about that. So yeah, I'm kind of amped for this. If it's good. I don't know if it's going to be good, but the concept is good. I mean, yes, Dodgeball as a multiplayer video game is good. Right there. Done. But. But. I mean, the game has to be good. There's, there's no telling if the game is good. They didn't show much. There was that weird Star Wars game. They were like, we're making a Star Wars game. Shut up. And left. I was like, what the fuck? Don't know what that's going to be. I thought they were remastering... Um, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, the Boba Fett game. I was like, oh, shit! And then they, they're like, oh, no, it's a new game. And then they just went away. Um, some other Star Wars stuff that looked good. There's a bunch of stuff in that Direct. A lot of games. A lot of games that for anybody to choose. But this is the beginning of the year. God knows what they got planned later. And like I said, apparently they got a fucking Super Switch coming. Please call it the Super Switch. Don't call it the new Switch. Please, God, don't call it the new Switch. I mean, the Switch Pro wouldn't be bad. Like, name-wise, like, there was a PS4 Pro. People understand what Pro means with the phones and shit. I don't like it. Now, I guess Super, they would probably be against that because that would make people think it's a sequel. Then again, these are the same motherfuckers that went, Wii U sounds like a great idea. So, who knows? Um... Ah, oh, thirsty. You know, Breath of the Wild's probably coming out next year. Fuck it, it's holiday. It's coming out holiday. Um, one thing I am surprised about. I'm I'm really surprised that Skyward Sword is a standalone release. Um. Or, 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 let me, let me back up. Not surprised that they're selling it by itself as a $6 game, a $6 game, because that kind of makes sense for Nintendo. That makes sense. What I'm surprised by is it's the only one there. Like, Zelda's having its own anniversary. Mario got a collection. Now, granted, it was the only time those three games have been available on the Switch. Um, the only way you could play those on the Switch and one of the few times that Mario 64 had been ported, there was a remake on the DS, and I believe you could port it on the Wii Shop. There were N64 games. But other than that, I think that was it. And if there were GameCube games on the Wii Shop, maybe for Sunshine, but other than that, other than that, it was just 
it was just on the GameCube, and then you, I guess you could play the disc on the Wii. But then Mario Galaxy was just on the Wii. So then they had those games that didn't really have you didn't really have any other access to play them unless you had an emulator, and then they put those games. Granted, they didn't feel like I could do anything to them other than just HD them up a little bit. Put those on the Switch, and yeah, I bought it. <laughs> bought it, played the shit out of it. Um, but um, I, I, I'm not surprised that Skyward Sword, being a more recent game, is getting its standalone release and they're charging sixty dollars for it. They did that with Twilight Princess. They did that with. Um, Wind Waker, I'm not surprised with that. What I'm surprised by it was it's the only one. Those other three games, two of them were a lot older um, and had never been released before, and then uh, Mario Galaxy. Actually, I'm just, I was surprised that even though they were just kind of HD'd, um, that... They got put in one bundle. Now again, again, they're like, you you can only get it till like March, because fuck you. But still, I'm very surprised. Uh, even though they didn't really do anything to it. Now with Sky, or not with Skyward Sword, with um, with uh, Wind Waker, they actually did a little bit to it. They got a full HD treatment. It looks gorgeous, and they mess with the level design a little bit, and they took out that stupid. I never played. I never played um, Wind Waker, but I watched a lot of Let's Plays of it. And there is a quest in it that's terrible, where you got to find the shards in the ocean. It's just awful. Apparently, that's gone in the HD version. So they took that out and they redid some stuff. So it's not like they just HD'd it, and it does look a lot better than just a simple upres. They put some work into it, and with Skyward Sword, they had to redo the controls. And even though it seems like they just simply just input it. They took the input of the fucking waggle and put it on a thumbstick. That's a lot more complicated than it seems. It just is. That takes time. And then the HDing and all that, that takes time. It is worth the money, but we knew Nintendo was going to do this. I'm just surprised that it's by itself. Um, maybe they're going to release the other ones later? Because um, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker were for the Wii U, and they've already ported just about everything else from the Wii U, so I was expecting those two to follow it. Be like, oh yeah, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker coming, like, today, right? Because uh, Skyward Sword's coming out in June. But why not put fucking Wind, Wa uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess out sooner? Because it's a, it's a literal simple, simple port. Like you did with Tropical Freeze. Just port that shit over. It's a Wii U game. Well, do that. Um, and they have it, and I'm kind of confused. Now, my theory is they're going to do that later, and they're going to do it as they ramp up Zelda's anniversary um, towards the middle of the year. Um, now, everyone's wondering why they didn't do the Mario thing with, like, the trilogy. Well, they could, but here's why they probably didn't. So, one, you got to take a trilogy of games. Now, unlike Mario, Zelda has a lot more 3D entries. Like, straight 3D entries. Mario has Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, Mario Odyssey, and then 3D World. But they left 3D World out of that trilogy, that, that set, right? Remember? 
Oh, and of course Odyssey because it was already out on the Switch. But then they just put out 3D World with some new content and shit. Right, remember that? Got all those games there on my fingers that I was counting off camera. All right. Well, unlike the simple ports, there is a trilogy. Uh, well, unlike that, let me back up here. Zelda started on the N64 just like Mario with the 3D games. Started with the 3D games, not started on the N64. It started way back on the NES. So you got Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, so there were two on the N64. And on the GameCube, you got Wind Waker. Technically, Twilight Princess was also on the Wii. But then on the Wii as well, you got Skyward Sword. So you got five 3D games right there on the Wii. And I mean full 3D, not like the not the 2D kind of 3D shit that Mario was doing. They made a lot of Mario games, but they weren't all full 3D. That's five right there. And then Breath of the Wild. So what, that's six? that count that right, or am I missing a few? Six. So like... Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, that's four, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild. And that is not including all the DS shit. There were some 3D ones on the DS as well. So, yeah. A lot of games. Well, technically speaking, there is a trilogy, and I mean an actual canonical trilogy in Zelda they could set up. And it would be amazing. Now, what they would call it, I actually don't know. I don't know what the fucking the name of it would be, but it would be Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Twilight Princess. That is a canonical trilogy. Um, it leads one into the other. Problem with that is, is Twilight Princess, easy, done, it's already ported, it should already be on the fucking Switch, why isn't it? How dare you? The other two games, though, um, them's M64 games, and they only got redone on the 3DS. Now, granted, those 3DS remasters, or actually remakes, full-ass remakes, are beautiful. Especially compared to the N64, oh my god, it looks bad. Um, they would have to do a lot of work. Now, granted, they could just do the Mario 64 thing and be like, it's HD now, and fuck you. Um, that would suck. Uh, <laughs> they could do that and then put Twilight Princess at the end and charge us $60. That, I think, would suck, but hey, I would buy it. I would like, what I would like is what I wanted them to do with um, the Mario one. I didn't necessarily need them to do a full remake of Mario 64. Because they already did that with the DS. I just wanted the DS version, rework it, make the models look better just a little bit. You already did a full remake, so you don't need to do that. With all the extra features and everything, just put it on the console, HD it, done. Because that DS version of Mario 64 is so fucking good. Do that. They didn't. Why? I don't know. But do that with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, because they're so fucking good. Do that. Please. They're probably not going to. And if they did a uh, a complete remake from the ground up, that's a lot of work, and I sure as hell ain't putting that in a bundle for sixty dollars. Because that's those are that's a hell of a remake. Those are going to be sixty dollars a pop each, and I would pay it. I would absolutely do it. That's a lot of work. 
But my thing is they don't have to do the remake because they already did it. So just upscale them motherfuckers, put them on the Switch. Give me. So that's what I would do. As for Wind Waker, just port it and shut up. Just port it already. You know you're going to. Just do it. And that's all the Zelda, the 3D Zelda games outside of the ones on the DS. For the ones on the DS, I don't, I, I don't know, man. And there's a lot addressing the, the addressing the DS game. Like DS games as a whole is weird because eventually they're gonna have to address that. But with the Game Boy stuff, what I would do is with. I thought they were going to do it with Mario, but they didn't, oddly enough. What I would do with Zelda is, for Zelda's 25th anniversary, we're going to introduce Game Boy games and Game Boy Color to the Nintendo Online thing. Was it just Nintendo Online? I have the thing. I don't remember what it's called. Do that, and that way we get Minish Cap and Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. Great games. Get those. I mean, they already did a remake of Link's Awakening. I don't necessarily need a, a remake of those three games. Would I take one? Absolutely, and it'll be awesome, but just give me the originals on the Switch. Um, that, that would be a hell of a starter kit. Like, and the first three Game Boy games are the for Zelda's anniversary, these three Zelda games. People would lose their shit, because those games are awesome. And made by Capcom, I think, which is so weird. But other than that, you do that. Um, there's a lot they could do with Zelda's anniversary that wouldn't cost them a lot of money, and they could and they could not only jump a lot of goodwill, but also make a lot of money. Um, like there's a way to do this super cheaply and still please everybody. Um, that's what I would do, and that would kind of do it. I don't know, but I think they're gonna still port Wind Waker and um, the other one. <laughs> the fuck game call Twilight Princess. I don't know why I'm forgetting it. I haven't slept, so I'm I'm very loopy. Uh, yeah, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess because they're already there, and I mean they're definitely gonna get ports, and it would make sense for Zelda's anniversary since it's now just to port them over there and get all that good, you know, fanfare and generate more sales. Because that's how this shit works. People love buying stuff on a birthday. So, go for it. But yeah, Skyward Sword being by itself was kind of weird. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more to it. Um, and we know there's going to be another Direct. We know there's going to be another Direct soon. What does soon mean in Nintendo speak? No fucking clue. Now granted, they might have been referring to the Pokemon Direct. Which blew everyone's fucking minds because it was good. No one expected that. We were thinking, oh man, another fucking phone game and maybe some DLC. I mean, DLC might be good, but another fucking phone game. And then they came out there with the remakes of... Was it like Ruby and Sapphire or Ruby and... Pearl? I don't fucking know. I, I didn't play those games. I played the original, but I know these games are important. They're highly rated. And people have been asking for remakes forever. And Pokemon companies just been like, nah. And Nintendo has been like, well, we don't actually make them. And Game Freak has been like, please let us go home. So, like, they finally did it. And they look good. And then there's like, oh, and by the way, here's a new Pokemon game. People are like, holy fuck, already? And it's like, and it's open world. And it's like, well, 
aren't all Pokemon games open world and have always been because they're RPGs? Am I missing something there? It's like, it's an open world Pokemon game. And I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking, I'd be, it'd be weird if it was linear. Imagine that linear story-based Pokemon game. People be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's both. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. Kind of weird, but I'll play it. Sure. But, yeah, they're all open world. It's the action RPG element that gets me, because you're still playing as a trainer. So what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean, Pokemon Company? And what is it called? It's like Arceus something? I didn't watch the thing. I just saw the announcements, and I was like, whoa, is that a new Pokemon game? And it's like, sure is, and it's completely different. It looks so much better, and it actually looks like they care. And I'm like, oh, wow, holy crap. Wasn't expecting that. They're like, 2022, and I'm like, that's actually a lot sooner than I thought. Okay. And those remakes are coming this year. And I'm like, they're putting in some work. Wow. That Pokemon Direct kicked the shit out of that state of play. <laughs> so did Nintendo. Wow. Like, y'all know, oh, Nintendo, an apology. That state of play really set the tone for that Pokemon Direct. Because everybody was kind of on a downer. It's like, well, okay, well. Pokemon Direct. Can't be much worse from this. Come on, Pokemon Sleep 2. And then they just fucking blew everybody's nut. And they were like, holy shit. <laughs> Action RPG Pokemon game. I don't know what the fuck that's going to look like, but okay. And it's March. So there's going to be something. Nintendo's going to do something. Probably on the anniversary of the Switch, they're going to do something. I don't know what it's going to be, but they're going to do something. It's going to be a big announcement. I have no idea. I have no inside information. I just know trends. I know they like anniversaries. I know they like big fucking numbers. It's anniversary of the Switch, and it's when a bunch of that shit that they put out is disappearing. So they're going to announce something. I don't know if it's going to be a direct. I don't know if it's going to be a tweet. I don't know, a blog post. I have no idea. But they're going to do something on whenever... That thing came out. When did that thing come out? This month. I know it's this month. So there's going to be something. Um, and he said many more directs. So, of course. But they're filling this year out. Because last year was kind of weird. Now, last year, of course, Corona hit like a motherfucker. So a lot of games that were originally supposed to come out last year got fucking pushed. So, but still... And we still don't know how that's going to all pan out and what what the effects are going to be this year. But man, I am excited. I am excited. It all looks good. I don't remember hardly anything else in that damn direct. What was it, Ghost and Goblins or something? I don't remember. But I remember being like, that was pretty awesome. Not a lot that I saw that I, I'm, I want, but I'm sure there's stuff in there that people love. That was a lot of good games. I was really hoping for a Metroid Prime update, but I didn't get it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be mean and say it's the worst direct ever like some fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm just going to be disappointed that I didn't get what I want, but be really excited that they announced a bunch of shit. Now, if they had a, actually had a bad direct, I would say it, but they didn't. They had a great direct. Um, now it's Microsoft's turn to announce some shit because a bunch of Elden Ring stuff got leaked. I didn't actually watch the video. I didn't read anything. 
I don't really care about a lot of soul stuff. It frustrates me too much. It causes me more stress than I need as someone who suffers from a stress disorder that literally disrupts his life. So, uh, I don't need that. But I saw it was a massive leak, and I was like, huh. Like, how massive? Is it, like, legit? And all people were like, oh, shit, it's legit. I'm like, oh, I, that's pretty good. The Microsoft's like, oh, no, we're not doing anything. And people are like, oh, we might be doing something. Okay, no, we're not. And like, so there might be a Microsoft event coming soon. It would make sense. Nintendo did their direct, but they always do a direct. Well, granted, there's 500 days before this last one, but they usually yearly they do some form of announcement at the beginning of the year, towards the beginning of the year. Um, and Sony did their state of play. Which, okay, so back to Sony for a second. Sony did a state of play and announced, like, nothing. Kind of haphazardly and limp. And then left. And everybody was like, that was it. And then the next, like, couple of days, announced some really cool shit. Just... Out of nowhere, and it doesn't seem like a lot of people are talking about it. I'm sure they are. I haven't been able to listen to a lot of the podcasts that I would normally listen to because I can't do it while at the front counter. Um, but they announced PSVR 2. We all thought that was dead. It's back, and it's it's getting a sequel. They haven't they have not announced a date or even what it fucking looks like or what, but it's coming. They announced a bunch of fucking VR games, including Doom 3 getting a VR version, which... I would like to play that. I'll play the shit out of that. That sounds like fun. I, I'm 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 being a hundred percent serious here. I love Doom Three. I'm one of its defenders. Um, Doom Three VR sounds like fun. Also sounds horrifying, but it sounds fun. Um, a full single player campaign, also with the DLCs and everything, in VR. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um. And there was some other stuff, but that was like one of the main ones that I saw. And I'm like, why did they announce that? That would have been a cool mic drop moment. Be like, oh, by the way, PSVR 2, motherfucker. We ain't giving up. Be cool. So I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused as to I'm confused as to what their what their strategy is. Because they also seem confused about what their strategy is. I think they think because they're selling still that that it doesn't matter. But that's not that's they need to understand that these numbers are kind of artificially inflated. And Microsoft does know that because they've talked about it. So does Nintendo, by the way. Because of the whole scalpers and shit. Um and also because people are just latching on to luxury items and stuff to make themselves feel better because we're in the middle of an incredibly stressful pandemic. The world's falling apart. People are latching on to things that make them feel good. And also escape from this hellish hellhole. Well, I guess a hellhole would be hellish. It's a hellhole. But that's the idea, right? To escape. So people are buying up shit. The Nintendo Switch is not a new system. It's been out for a long time. And they started selling, and they were already selling well, and then they started selling out. Nintendo, like, it was sold out when it first showed up, but it's like, for a whole year it was gone. 
And then, you know, they got stock back up, and then everybody has them. They still sold consistently well. They never had a down month, but there were still them in stores, and all of a sudden, you couldn't find one again because people were buying them up. That will run out. Um, but that's not due to marketing. That's due to, one, scalpers, and two, people just needing something. Um, I don't want Sony to fail, but I don't like when anyone, people, companies, fail up. I, I don't like it. I've, I've never been a fan of it. It kind of pisses me off. Um, um. I just, I don't, I don't like it. I like to see people try. <laughs> um, it just bugs me. Of course, I don't want Sony to fail because there's so many uh, developers and other companies that would fail if Sony fail, fell. Uh, so that would be, that would be horrible. And when I get my hands on a PS5 in like, what, two, three, four, five years? <laughs> no, oh, one, uh, when they're available and two, when I have the money, uh, I will probably really, really enjoy it. I'd also like there to be games for it. That would be good. That'd be really good. Because um, there's like none. There's Demon Souls. Which is good. That's about it. I already played Miles Morales. It's available on the PS4. It was great. Snacks is also available on the PS4 and PC. I haven't played it yet. I hear it's awesome. But you don't need to 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 buy the 500, 600 whatever dollar console to play that. Uh so, so whatever. Um it's kind of weird. Now granted Microsoft doesn't have a lot of games either. They have almost the exact none that the PlayStation 5 does, but it seems weird. Everybody gave Xbox shit this generation too for not having any launch titles and like well because Halo got pushed back and all that but man Sony didn't have shit either they had some stuff that was that was that that which by the way different than what Microsoft does and and I mean completely different because what Microsoft is doing it with the whole um ah oh, damn it uh the the fucking it makes sure you have the best version of the game no matter what and you don't have to pay for it better. Oh man, I forgot what it's called. It's genius system and it's awesome and it's it's really pro consumer and pro gamer. It's it's amazing. Uh, that system's great. And Sony's kind of not doing that at all. In fact, their system is so backward that if you don't pay attention, um, you will accidentally download the PlayStation Four version and play the PlayStation Four version on your PS Five and wonder. Man, was this really worth it? Because it doesn't look this good and while you're playing the last-gen version. Um, I hear a lot of that. A lot of those bugs have been fixed, but still an issue. That sucks. That also should not be an issue. And with smart delivery, that's what it's called, that's not an issue on Xbox. It's never been an issue. If there are two versions of the game, it runs the better one. If you put the disc in and it and because it has to download something off it, and it goes, there's an Xbox Series X version of this available on an Xbox, all, all this stuff like that. It goes, what console am I? I'm the Series X. So fuck those other versions. <laughs> Why do I need to download them? I'll download this one. 
downloading them would be stupid. Um, apparently the PS5 doesn't do that for whatever reason. Uh, so I don't, I don't get that. Uh, I don't know. That seems like a huge oversight. Um, like a really huge oversight. I don't know. Nintendo just doesn't do backwards compatibility anymore. <laughs> they used to rule at that. Remember the Wii? And you just put all the shit in it. Um, everything except a cartridge. And I was like, this is awesome. Um. Oh, Microsoft's like the king of backwards compatibility now. Sony used to be the kings for a little while. PlayStation 3, like the original, play everything. But then nobody bought it. <laughs> nobody bought that gum George Foreman grill. So they were like, fuck, okay, start taking shit out. We gotta sell this thing. But yeah, they don't have any games. And, uh, though I do love playing the Series X, and it is such a smoother ride, and the load times, I've been playing, uh, Everything or Nothing on the PS2. Fuck. Tell you what, it ain't the graphics and the resolution that gets me, it's the sitting there for the five minutes. Well, it's not the loading, it's the saving. So loading's fine. It's, for whatever reason, saving a game onto that goddamn memory card takes, like, five minutes. It's like, you want to save your game? Oh, right, you're saved? Sure. And then I just sit here... You know, what the fuck? And it's like, hey, chat. Oh, there's no one there because no one watches this shit. Okay, I guess I'll just talk to myself for five minutes while I'm waiting for this damn thing to save the daggum memory card. Jeez, I don't remember that. I remember long load times. Everybody remembers that. There's still a problem now. <laughs> Kinda. Though with the new shit, it's not really that a problem, but they're... Even on PC, they can be a problem. She has the solid state drives, but even then, depending on the game, like Cyberpunk, that just decides to kill you, um, they can be an issue. But I don't remember saving games being an, just a fucking nightmare. Except for Oblivion. But I also remember Oblivion, I remember everything taking forever, like opening a door, saving a game, loading a game, doing anything. Taking just taking forever in that game, so that was that was kind of par for the course. I was playing something to like warm up or just like to relax, something off the Xbox, and I like jump between something. And I was like, alright, let's do the stream, it was everything or nothing, and got to that, and it was just like jeez. Good lord, holy crap, this is not good. Um, the game's great though. Best James Bond game ever made, except for probably well, no, I might have to play through it and get to the end. Um, because maybe more the more modern ones, some of the more modern ones are better. Uh, I think Bloodstone is highly underrated. Which is a Daniel Craig one, and I, also the GoldenEye remake is fantastic. But Everything or Nothing is fan-fucking-tastic. But the multiplayer... Everyone plays the Bond games for the multiplayer, and that's why everyone thinks Nightfire is the best game ever. Nightfire sucks! I'm sorry, Nightfire sucks. There's like two good missions in Nightfire, and that's it. But the multiplayer is great. I'm not going to say the multiplayer is not great, but you got half a good game. That's not a good game. That's a multiplayer suite that you paid 60 bucks for. Which I get, now we do that for whatever stupid reason, but back in the day, you did not do that shit. The game that came before it is much better, which is Aging Under Fire. Much better. Had a competent multiplayer, which is really good. 
actually really, really good, and a great campaign. That right there makes a good game. Then the next game had a great multiplayer and a shitty campaign, so fuck that game. <laughs> and Everything or Nothing is fantastic. But the multiplayer is just okay. But it still has probably the best Bond campaign, because it's like a... They couldn't make a movie, so they were like, just, let's make a fucking video game. It's really fun. But it gets really hard at times. It's, it's really weird. Let's see. Talk about Nintendo, talk about Sony. Yeah, there's stuff that's on my mind. Gaming-wise. Movie-wise. Man, I haven't really watched any movies. Other than, I watched that Lupin movie. Uh, Lupin the Third, the first, the CG Lupin movie. Weird. Really weird. The animation's beautiful. Well, it looks beautiful in moments. Then gets weird in other moments. It's not as fluid as I would have hoped. And while the dub is good, because of course I'm going to listen to it dub, Lupin has an amazing English dub. And they got the original cast back, all except for one, because he retired. Um... The sound mixing is off. Um, and it's not just the lip sync. Because the lip sync is not off. It's it's like off but not off. It's the actual sound mixing. It's that their voices are too loud for, for how they're speaking. That makes any sense. It It's... Or the... Um, The, the sound design doesn't make it, it isn't there like there is no sound design it's like there's no I don't know how to describe it, it, it it's it's very off-putting and it took me out of the movie a lot because there's a lot of great dialogue in it but it, I, I switched to the Japanese to listen to it to see if there was the same problem see maybe if it was the blu-ray no it was it was gone and it was just because I didn't understand Japanese. Uh, I was watching the lip flaps and sing there, and I was also listening to the sound mixing to see how their voices bounced off, like the echo and stuff, and see how the sound was mixing. The actual sound design sounded better. So it seemed like the English dub was a little bit hastily done. Um, and it seems kind of like they were trying to do the old lip flapping method, which is just talk really, try to talk really fast in lip flaps instead of actually mess with it. Which you can do now, and they actually still they do that uh, with CG, and they also can do that with I, I'm rubbing my beard a lot, and they can do that with other animation as well. They can just keep the lips flapping. It seems they did they didn't do that. They just kind of dubbed straight over it, and uh, that kind of hurts it a lot. But it was fun. It was fun. If you're a fan of Lupin the Third, um, you probably should enjoy it. I enjoyed it, but I was kind of hoping for better something more but it does seem like this is going to be part of a trilogy oddly enough also the villain the villains came out of nowhere did not i was not expecting that also it's a period piece didn't expect that either um but because lupon there's a current series running right now and i've watched a few episodes of it really good and um but this this movie is 
and it doesn't have the uh, the weird English dub problem. So I don't know what's going on here, but it seems like this was because um, the animation is not all there in some aspects, and it seems like they are trying something. Like they want to see if this this completely works, um, how well this works. Um, and maybe that it wasn't expected to get an English release and that it got so popular or there was so much demand that's like, okay, maybe we'll do an English dub and they got the original cast back or something. Um, I guess they forget how popular that Lupin is in a, to a Western audience. But he, it, 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 it was a fun movie. Um, I'm just sad that it wasn't better. I'm, I'm sad that the, that the, the problems with it are like production problems that took me out of the film. Otherwise, I would have enjoyed it. It just—it's kind of like a long loop Lupin episode, um, which is not a bad thing. But it does seem like they are—they're like they did this as like a test, and it's like, all right, this was fun, wasn't it? All right, now like, what if we got more money and time to do another one? Wouldn't that be cool? Imagine what we could do with that. You saw what we could do with just like a very, very like cookie cutter formula. And that was fun. What if we, what if we got like give, give us some fucking money, like <laughs> what if we did that? And uh, I'm I hope they get it because I think there's there's a lot of potential here. Um, I liked it. I just hope whatever they do the second time around, they get a better sound mix for the English dub because whatever's going on there it does not exist in the the anime. It's not there. It, it that problem is not there. I think it's something about it being CG and um, this maybe being whoever's doing this like the first time or the English dub maybe being an afterthought and I'm not expecting to do an English dub or something like that. I, I don't know. Because um, the acting in the English dub is not bad. It's not. It's how it's placed and the actual sound mixing of the voice lines is just not great. And some of the voice directing, I can tell, is not particularly great. It also seems, because uh, in the trailers, the actual sound mix is better than in the movie. So that that's, what I, that's what's weird. Um, and that's what, that's what kind of sucks. But other than that, I believe that's all I have to talk about. So, for anyone joining me live, thank you for joining me. And uh, besides watching me on Twitch, you can catch me over on YouTube. I'll see the all the videos, not just this, but of the gameplays and Twitch streams and other things that I upload there on the channel over the over at the Autistic Cowboy. And for this show, Spectrum Talk, you can listen to it the audio version anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So that's. I don't know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Where the hell else do you listen to? What, iHeartRadio? I don't know. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's available because I do this through Anchor FM. So, because they allow you to do this shit literally through your phone. And I have recorded them on my phone and it's worked out pretty damn well. But other than that, thank you all for watching and I will see you all in the next one.